5: Welcome to the Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slowick. I'm going to be having a, uh, uh, an Easter show today. Don't you think? It should, shouldn't we do an Easter show, Daniel? Yeah, I think we should. I mean, it's it's that's tis the season. <laughs> Go ahead and hide the eggs, and now we'll get to that a little later. We'll talk about a lot more about that uh, up upcoming. Uh, but we're going to talk about, about a whole bunch of things. Welcome to the MCEF Studios. That's a uh, Mississippi Construction Education Foundation Studios right here at Super Talk Mississippi, and uh, we'll uh, we'll tell you a little bit about what MCEF is all about a little bit later in the program. And uh, as a matter of fact, next week. The president of MCEF Foundation is going to be with us. The uh, Mississippi Construction Education Foundation president, Michael Barquette, is going to be with us. And we're going to talk a little bit more about what they're all about. But uh, you're welcome to uh, text us anytime that you get a notion at 601 879 That's our C-SPIRE text line. And we'll also take some calls at 888 808 8637. Uh, the first segment of this program is going to be like, hey, we'll he yak about anything. <laughs> you, you name it, we'll talk about it. Uh, and uh, then uh, Jerry Clark with Clark Instructions is going to be here. And I have some specific questions for Jerry today, which I've probably talked about before, but I would sure like his opinion on some of those things. And we'll talk about that when he gets here. And uh, We'll see what happens. But as we have been starting most of the programs lately in the past month or so, we've been talking about hand tools. And I thought this morning we'd just continue that, uh, talking about hand tools. And the one I want to talk about a whole lot, which makes can really make a big deal in your life, is a level. A level. A level is basically based on water. Water is always level, and most levels are based on just a little bubble inside a water tube, and when it gets twixt the two marks, then things are level, and that's pretty much how. Now, also, they make a laser level, which will actually shoot a level line across an entire room, which can really, I mean, it's absolutely wonderful for hanging pictures and, and doing things and making sure that things are the way you want them to be, because, Sometimes we'll look at something with our eye and say, oh, that's, that looks pretty good. And then we put a level on it and go, hmm, guess what? <laughs> or what also can take place is sometimes the area that it's going in may not be level. The floor may not be level. The, the wall may be running downhill. And sometimes... Level doesn't always work in those situations. It's kind of best to go with the room sometimes, and and I've seen this happen before Uh, when I was running a cabinet shop. We ran into it one time where we were actually installing some cabinets in a place, Uh, and the installer went there before I got there to supervise, and he had the cabinets pretty much installed level. They look just perfectly level. But the trouble is the room was not and and it looked kind of awkward to me cuz the cabinets didn't fit the room particularly well so the best thing we could do is mount the cabinets so that the room can be uh it w- they would look like they belong and that's what we did but levels are a very very important tool uh it's it's always like i said levels Work on the basis of water. Water is always level. And uh, and that's just, you know, I don't care what elevation you may be at, whether you're up high or, or down low or below, uh, like in New Orleans, below sea level. <laughs> uh, all, all of that makes a difference as to whether things are going to work right for you or not. But levels really do make a big difference in, in our lives. And, and I think that's part of what everybody should have in their hand tool collection is a level, and they should know about the use of a level. It's it's very easy for to, to put up chair rail and, and, and make sure everything is going the way it should be going. And it helps a great deal. Uh, levels really do work, and they really do a great job. So uh, get yourself a level if you don't have one. They're for sale everywhere. Everybody's got levels. And, Get a pretty decent one. Uh, the shorter ones, the like you know maybe six inches long, they do all right. Uh, but I've got probably let's see, I think I have three levels at home. A couple of uh, um, they're probably four, three foot levels, and then I have a long six foot level, which really does extremely well. Um, and I've had them for a long time, and they they work. Um, they, they always work. They always just seem to do just right. So uh, levels. ...are important. All right, next we want to talk a little bit about uh, gas grills. A lot of people have the feeling that when their gas grill is not providing the flames from the proper place, that the gas grill is just gone. It's not useful anymore. Well, the truth of the matter is those grills have replacement burners available for them and the replacement burner in a gas grill isn't all that hard for the do it yourselfer to install. You can actually go buy a gas burner that fits your grill and and best thing to do is go in open your grill and measure your actual burner whatever type of grill you may have and uh, and 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 a lot of times you can find a gas burner grill that will fit there very, very well. Uh, I'm sorry, a gas grill. Uh, uh, grill. Here I am talking about gas grill, grass gas burner that will fit very well. And putting it on is an easy situation. It, it takes a little time, a little effort. And sometimes you'll get a little dirty because grills can get greasy. Um, and they do get greasy from time to time with all the uh, Fats and juices that, that fall on them. So taking them out sometimes, it's a good good idea to wear a pair of gloves when you do that. Well, Danny, you look like you have something to say.
6: Yeah, we actually got a couple texts that came in today. Uh-huh, um, I like them. Rhett, uh, Rhett in Ridgeland uh, says, I need you, buddy. I'm currently painting the outside of a house, and someone removed a bunch of vine, but the little feet are still sh- still stuck on the soffit and trim, which is the wood, how do I get them off? What is stuck on the soffit and trim? Uh, there's, he said they removed a bunch of vine, but the little feet are still stuck on the soffit and trim.
5: The, the feet of the vine, in other words, the vine has attached itself to the soffit and the yep. red, red. Those those suckers are hard to get rid of, but but I had the same thing. I have a, a vine that wants to continue to grow up the back of my brick wall, and I remove it, and the little feet stay stuck in the mortar, uh, and I try to get them out. The best thing to do is put a like a. If you spray them with vinegar the the roots will die the feed the, the little feet in there will die and actually then they can be removed Or something of that nature anything that will kill plants or kill weeds will kill also the vine uh, the, the vine feet and Then it really needs to be and you well know this I'm sure Rhett, uh, that it needs to be done uh, Exactly it has to be really clean uh, in other words a, a good cleaning with either Joe. Max or um, uh, the cleaning solution with TSP and tri- and bleach. Uh, if it's not clean thoroughly, then it's not going to be a good paint job. It may look like a good paint job, and it may last a number of years, uh, a, a year or two. But sooner or later, the the mold spores will come on through the paint and and, te- and you and this. I'm I'm telling you things you probably know, uh, but you know, a good paint job depends on the preparation of the existing. You have to make sure that everything is done just right and really clean.
6: Yeah, and then we also got a few more texts that came in. Um, Ken uh, wants to know, uh, what did you find out about trim a slab product he says uh we use a bare plastic tube with antifreeze in it for a longer run very accurate and he also put a straight board with the shorter level fast fastened to the edge makes an inexpensive long level say that again (laughs) okay uh but mostly his question is what did you find out about trim a slab product
5: Trim a slab product? Yeah. I'm perplexed. I have to admit, uh, that's Ken? Uh, Yeah, that's uh, Ken. Ken, I'm not sure that, that, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but I really don't, I don't know what you're talking about, a trim slab. Uh, I'm not quite sure I know what he's talking about. So, text us more information or picture or explain. Tell me what you're talking about, and maybe we can talk about it more.
6: Yeah, and we also got another one. Uh, Rake and Gulfpore put, I collect levels, Johnson, Sands, Vinlander, and a a squangle, square width and adjustable angle, and inset levels eyes. Uh, It's good to have enough.
5: You can never have enough levels. They do a good job, and levels make uh make the world kind of flat and straight. And that's the way it should be. The and the, is the world flat? <laughs> a lot of people think so.
6: Yeah, and we also got another one. Uh Shackbully and Biloxi uh put what's the difference between level and plumb?
5: Level pretty much is is a horizontal view of which things need to be pretty much. That's what level is. Plum is a, a vertical running up and down. Things need to be plumb and level. In other words, they need to be vertically straight, and then level is flat and straight. Uh, and if they're plumb, that means... And basically, for instance, if you were to take a, a nail and put it at the top of your siding or sheetrock or whatever and hang a string with a plumb bob or, or a weight down at the bottom, that string would hang pretty much plumb. It'd be right. And that's pretty much how they determine whether a door, They if you put a level on a door sideways, the level actually has not only... A water bubble on the side, but also on each end. There should be a a water level as well. It will tell you whether that is plumb or not. So the basic difference is level is horizontal, plumb is vertical.
6: And then we also got one more text from Greg from Nettleton. Uh, He says he has a neighbor who purchased a TV, the Leaf Guard, to go over his gutters. The problem is has two huge pine tree on both sides of his house these pine needles are sticking down in this new leaf guard system any recommendations Uh, he also put my neighbor also started stated to me that this leaf guard protect he purchased wasn't cheap yeah um
5: the marketing on that particular product is so good uh, but the performance of that product, I think, leaves a little to be desired when you start talking about particularly pine trees. Um, it may work when you have oak trees or maple trees or something with a bigger leaf, but pine needles will definitely get inside any sort of gutter guard that you put up there. Uh, and I believe that the, the marketing on that is... is I don't know if it really is, is right. It's like there are some companies that really market so exceptionally well, and I can think of a window company that does that particularly well. Their marketing is, like, superior. Their product is mediocre at best, and I think that's the same that's that's holding true with that uh, product that you spoke of. The, the marketing is exceptional, how they say it can be done, but... When you start talking about pine needles, it's a different story, and, and, and you know that, Greg, as well as I do, that, that pine needles tend to want to get, doesn't matter what kind of gutter guard you have, pine needles are going to get in your gutter, and that's going to happen. So.
6: Yeah, and then Ken texts us back. He said, trim a slab from Cajon guy used to fill or repair rotten joints to, in concrete slabs. What, uh, it's called trim what trim a slab trim a slab. All right. That's a
5: product that I'm sure that that uh, I, I Haven't found out anything about that if I said I would I'm sorry I haven't uh, but I need to find out more about that but but concrete definitely needs to have any sort of crack or, or a hole or void in it filled so that it does not Erode the soil and beneath, beneath it uh, and to but I don't really know what Trima Slab is all about. Um, I'll, I will do some research on that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to write it down, because I have not got that straight in my head.
6: Yeah, I could probably look it up during the commercial break. Yeah, that'll give you something great to do.
5: <laughs> Daniel's going to be our uh, our weather person today, and we'll talk about that in a little while. I'll tell you why, and, and we'll get to that as we as. As the show goes on a little further, uh, we'll talk about the weather and what it's going to do here, because it's just been a strange, strange uh, spring, uh, and particularly when you start talking about the middle of the country, they're really suffering a lot more than we are here, even though we've had our share. Uh, we certainly certainly have had our share of uh, inclement weather, if, you'll, if you will. Uh, it's been, like, disastrous at, at one point or another. Um I don't do many shout-outs, and I don't say hi to many people on the air but there's a certain group of people that uh, that I really I really have to say hello to and that's all the um, all the people who are uh, like uh therapists. Uh a friend of mine is staying at a a, a nursing therapy location in Brandon and uh I've gotten to meet a lot of the therapists over there, and they are incredible people and doing such a great job. So I want to say hello to all the therapists that work at – well, this one happens to be Brandon Court, and I met a lot of the therapists there, and they're doing a wonderful job. And I, and I But I'm sure – I've been in therapy myself many years ago for a long period of time and all of the therapy people that I met there were just just great people and really wanted to try to improve anything they could do to make the human race a better place to be and to make an individual a better person. So. Uh, shout out to all the therapists right now. I want to do that. All right, listen to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Coming up, we've got Jerry Clark, Clark Construction. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, building stuff. So stick with us right here at the MCF Studios. We'll be back in just a minute on Super Talk.
0: your weather and your sports all in one place supertalk.fm every show every podcast and every leak breaking story all in one place supertalk.fm tune in
7: to middays with gerard gibbert each weekday live from the element wealth studios is retirement on your mind do you have a plan go to myElementWealth.com to find your balance between income growth and guarantees
8: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polks. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polks meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun Smoked Sausage. When Polks is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polks.
10: It's time to transcend the ordinary and expect more with Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 1.9% financing on all 2022 Mazdas in stock. That's right, 1.9% APR on all 2022 models, which will save you thousands in finance charges. And the all new 2023 Mazda CX-50 will be arriving this month. Buy a new Mazda and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at mazdaofjackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson, our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and transcend the ordinary and expect more, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Visit our state-of-the-art facility located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991 222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models
2: Before you open your doors each day, ask yourself one question. Is my building clean and healthy for my customers and
7: employees? If you trust Janet King, the king of clean, then you know the answer, yes. We've been cleaning and disinfecting this area for almost 35 years. Our local franchise owners make this happen every day because, like you, they live, eat, shop, work, and pray in these same local buildings. For your clean and healthy buildings, go to jannikincleans.com. That's janikincleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow.
11: Jenny King, the King of Clean
9: hey this is bob and if you're like me you like dealing with local people majestic metals was founded in mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in gluckstadt for complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding call the hometown folks majestic metals 800-647-8540 or online at majesticmetalsinc.com
6: research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events but thanks to two men in a truck ridgeline it doesn't have to be we have everything you need a professional team who will customize your move a schedule to fit your convenience monday through Saturday
5: To the MCEF Studios here at Super Talk Mississippi, my name is Buddy, uh, and I guess this uh, segment is Jerry Clark with Clark Construction. Good morning, Happy Easter. Good morning, Mr. Buddy. How are you? I'm doing really well. Who's this Mr. you're talking to?
1: (laughs) I don't see him anywhere. I look around, and I just don't see him. And everybody calls me Mr. Clark, and
5: I start looking for my father. (laughs) Really, me too. Mr. I don't don't know what Mr. means. (laughs) Uh, Well, at any rate, uh, Jerry we answered the que- you did answer the question you looked it up actually and have the answer yourself as to what a uh, what are they uh, uh, trim, a trim, trim, sli- trim a slab trim slab trim slab yeah trim a slab And yeah. it's basically the replacement of your expansion joints that have decayed inside your slab on your concrete right that's that's what i exactly what i found and it's just replacing it with uh something that maybe won't decay as much or maybe yeah. and as you said, you use a lot of time, you'll do cedar, and cedar is a great product for that. Right. So, uh, this product, uh, Trim a Slab, is really basically the same type of situation. I don't know exactly. Did you see where Trim Slab is made of? Did it say? No, or? it just said exterior grade, um, you know,
1: uh, man made exterior exterior grade is basically all it said it was. Yeah, so it could. But it will go from I think it said three eighths of an inch to five eighths of an inch.
5: Okay, yeah. So uh, that 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 is trimus and that's basically it replaces the ex- decayed expansion joints, which after a period of time, inspa- expansion joints inside of concrete will or on concrete will decay and create problems for people.
1: Yeah, and and it um it also said which is is right that if you're you have a say a sidewalk, and you want to run outdoor lighting, and right. you want to have it wired. You can take and pull it out, run the wire through there, and then put it back down. Yeah. You know, uh, if you do, if you put cedar in like we do, uh-huh. um, that'd be very difficult to
5: do. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but it helps. Yeah. All right. I want to um, switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about, uh, I, I've talked about this in the past few weeks, but I, I think you have probably more experience with this sort of thing than I would, uh, and that's Dex. And we've talked about this. I know a lot about Dex, you and I have, uh, but... I don't believe that decks today are the same that decks were 10 and 20 years ago. Uh, they originally were built just so we could go out and put a lawn chair on them and maybe a, a table and some chairs to sit on and, and look at, you know, be outside and get some fresh air. Uh, but nowadays, people put really heavy stuff on top of decks like kitchens and, and, and they want to, it's almost a living area. Well, actually, in some cases, it is a living area. But, but do you think that the deck that is built today is is as strong as it should be? Uh in most cases no. Yes. Um
1: I've looked at uh two decks in the last couple of weeks about replacing them because uh, they 'cause they're they're rotted, uh, yeah. need to be completely pulled out, all the substructure, everything. Yeah. Um and what I saw was <laughs> I couldn't believe that they built even a, just a flat deck on top of it but anyway that yeah. it is what it is um, when we uh, plan out a deck we uh, actually look and see where the load bearing areas are more than likely going to be and um, we will instead of using four by fours we'll use six by sixes uh, bury them and concrete them
5: two feet in the ground, and then come up to how we need to go. So your deck is going to be structurally more sound and able to actually accommodate more like a uh, an outdoor kitchen. Uh, it could, uh, but you know, in a uh, floor
1: joist, a lot of people just use a two by six. We usually go two by eight, two by ten. It depends um, on you know the best thing to do is just follow the uh, building guides on on your length. Right. and uh, most of the time, depending on what they're going to use the deck for, uh, We will probably go up a little bit.
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, and another thing that's important on decks, and, and I know we've talked about this before, is the uh, the the, mm, the curve of the deck. What a, um, the the grain. The grain needs to go a certain direction, and then it always needs to be cupped like an upside down bowl, if you will. Exactly. And and that would be your face side. Would be the bottom of the bowl. Correct. Um, and, and you don't see that a lot in
1: decks. Yeah, most people just take it and they'll pull, pull a, uh, a board out and, and start either nailing it down or screwing it down. Um, but you really need to make sure that your grain is turned upside down um, for the, uh, the water runoff, otherwise, it's going to cup. Right
5: and it'll water will sit there and hold and it's just going to damage your wood yeah, and, it's, and it's really not the way it should be done so right um, yeah I want to talk a little bit about decks and 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 and, and that that's the reason why. and the other thing I, we've talked about it and you and I have talked about it many times uh, probably one of the most important elements of any deck is the ledger board and the ledger board needs to be attached so correctly and that is. Um, that's probably the biggest mistake most people make when they're building a deck is not attaching the ledger board properly. Well, a lot of people don't even know if they have to do that or they should do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there are
1: some companies out there that say they can put up a deck in a day. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. You know, uh, it takes a day just to concrete in your support post. Yeah. Um, but,
5: um, you know, they they seem they most do well at that's all I can say. Then there was a time where, like, when a lot of spec houses were around, and people were building a lot of speculation-type houses hoping to build a house and sell them, and they were selling at the point in time, and they'd put a deck on there as an add-on. That would be an addition to what they were doing, but they weren't putting a structural deck on there. They weren't putting a deck that would be suitable for a kitchen later. No, they 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 put a, uh, a look-good. I look yeah, yes, yes, indeed, they look good, Dick, yeah, they look good, uh, so I think that's very important. they do, but uh getting away from decks, you do a lot of kitchen and bathroom remodelings uh as well, we do, and uh, I've had a question put to me here lately that somebody has like a thirteen hundred square foot house, and inside of their home is all ceramic tile floor. That they claim is ugly, and they want to take it up, remove it, and put down like a, a vinyl floor, the, the slab vinyl uh, plank. Uh, there's a lot more to that than what people think. Uh, there
1: is, at least the way we look at it and the way we do things. And the way I believe it should be done. Um, you know, everybody just thinks that they can pop up the, the ceramic tile, and ceramic tile does come up. Fairly easy in most cases, right? Uh, especially if you have the right right tools to work with. Um, but when you get the tile up, there's going to be a r- lot of residue left on on the slab, right? Um, if and you have to get all that residue up. Uh, all I mean, all the adhesive that's going to be stuck. Sure, you need to get it up, and then you really need to get down there and actually scrape the floor again, right? Uh, to try and get it as smooth as possible. You get down on your hands and knees and you run your hand over it and you're gonna find out there's a lot of things in is that are still there that you don't see so what uh, if you lay the vinyl down over that the way it is uh if you glue it down you're gonna have you can feel little bumps through the vinyl right so what we do is take floor leveler Uh and put just a skim coat over all the slab and once you do the skim coat and you let it cure
5: you come back and it's just as slick as it can be. Floor level is great stuff, and a lot of people are not familiar enough with what floor level really can do when you're doing any kind of replacement work on concrete. Uh, and a floor level is just a wonderful product. It is. There's a lot of things you can use it for, uh, but
1: um, you know, and once you once you lay or once you glue the vinyl down, um, it, it 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 feels. Just wonderful! It yeah. really does.
5: Yeah, and 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 I I don't know. I just don't buy an inexpensive vinyl. It's, it's You'll you'll be sorry you did if you buy the the cheapo ninety nine cent vinyl because wow, this looks great and it'll look good in my house. Sure, it will. How long is it going to last? Mm-mm. Yeah,
1: that that's the problem. Uh, the box stores carry good products. Right. But if you see uh, a pallet of tile or a pallet of um, vinyl, something of that sort out in the middle aisle, mm-hmm. generally uh, it is um, goods that they're trying to move. Right. Um, it's like a box of tile. I made a mistake of buying a whole pallet one time on a large deal that we were doing. and. Every tile, it was all supposed to be 12 by 12. Every tile was a different size. Wow, you a lot of irregularities. Yes, very much. They're all seconds that that come. Yeah. But and they sell them, and they sell a lot of them. For sure. If you do a random pattern or something of that sort, uh, it'd probably be okay. If you're trying to run a straight grout line, it's it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's, be, it's a nightmare. It's all so. It is. It's better to buy from. And, uh, at least a mid-grade tile, at least or, a- or a mid-grade vinyl, or a mid-grade wood floor, any of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The better you buy, uh, generally the higher price, the better product, and the better product, easier it is to install, right. and
5: uh, the better it is for you and your family. The longer it's going to last, and the better it's going to look. Uh, buying the inexpensive is, is, it may seem like you're saving money on the front end, and maybe you are, who knows, uh, but in a year or two years, you'll be kind of, Wishing you had spent more money on the product itself. Yeah, th- this is a
1: true story. I'm not going to say who it was, uh, but um, we were redoing. We actually doubled size of their home. Uh, went from a thousand to two thousand square feet. Large addition. Wow. And, um, they wanted to put uh, floating wood laminate down. Yeah. Um, and they found some for I think uh, ninety nine cents or dollar ninety nine. I can't remember. Very very inexpensive. Okay. Find on sale, and I tried to tell them not to get it, but they were trying to cut costs. Right. And we wound up the, uh, the tongue, the tongue groove on it, the tongue was so thin that probably 25% of those pieces broke. Wow. Installed them. So yeah. if they had bought a better grade, it would have evened out in the long run. Right. As far as the extra product that we had to buy because of all the broken pieces. Yeah.
5: So yeah, that that's just. You get what you pay for. Unfortunately, when unfortunately, you, that's and, and generally the way it is. Not only in flooring, but pretty much across, across the, board. the board. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just about anything you pick up, whether it's a, a I mean, even factory cabinetry, which you, uh, I, I know you probably build a lot of cabinets yourself. Mm-hmm. But I, but I'm a big factory cabinet advocate. <laughs> I really believe in factory cabinets a lot. I think, but again. A cheapo factory cabinet is just going to be a cheapo factory cabinet. And I always uh, want people to select at least a mid-grade, and then you have to have a good designer to get it to look the way it needs to look, and put the spacers and put everything in the right place. Right. So there's a lot to it, and a lot of that is not happening in this state. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, still, we have a lot of great craftsmen like yourself who would actually want to build something and build and do a wonderful
1: job. Most people in this industry still do their own cabinets right yeah you know, my my only problem with um factory made cabinets is what you just said spacers yeah um we build ours we don't need spacers right. we're gonna build it right there on site and they're gonna fit the space right right um and you know i if you get spacers I have different size spacers what if it doesn't fit you gotta do this you gotta do that yeah so that's why we like doing our own plus yeah. we have the the qualified
5: uh, carpenters to do it. There was a period of time where the finish on job-built cabinets wasn't as good as the finish on factory cabinets, but I think that's changed. Um, I think they're putting a better, in other words, the lacquer that you use is is a better grade of what it of what that used to be. Uh, pretty much, yeah. I, ours are
1: ours are as slick as a a, a factory-made.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, when we get ready to either stain them or, or um, paint them, either way, but you know we'll put the first coat of stain on or first or put a primer on, and then we're going to sand the product down. We're just not going to add more to it. Right. We actually sand it down after the coat, and and that uh, the primer, if you're painting them, the primer will actually bring the little fibers out of the paint, right. so you can get it just as smooth as it can be.
5: Let me go back to one of the phone calls I got earlier from uh, my friend Rex uh, was calling and talking about some vines that had grown up alongside of the house and were actually creeping across the uh, soffit and up on the fascia, and he removed all the vines, but the feet or the legs of the vine seemed to have penetrated inside the wood, and he wanted to know what, how he should do away with that. I hate those. <laughs> yeah, I do too, but they <laughs> <hate them>. exist. <laughs> Uh, the
1: only way that we've really found is that you have to get up there with a um, a scraper, yeah, scrape them off, then get a I would say a palm sander, yeah, and run the palm sander over it to it's, get it get down a little bit and get it out of there. Yeah. So it's,
5: otherwise, I I don't know any other way. Yeah, I I told him that I thought that a good uh, anything that would kill any kind of weed like vinegar works on weed killer. Well vinegar's a great weed yeah, killer. Yeah but if you've already pulled a vine, it's not gonna do anything. Yeah. No. So that's a problem. Yeah. Can you stick around? Sure I can. We're Love gonna you. keep Jerry here for a little while. If you've got any questions about construction, hey Jerry Clark can answer your questions. Uh Buddy Slowick right here at Super Talk Mississippi from the MCEF Studios. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't you go away on Super Talk.
9: Call me old-fashioned if you want, but I believe there's something to be said for doing good, honest work. As a craft professional, I get to build the places we work in, the homes we live and play in, the roads we drive on, and more. And the best part is that I'm learning new technologies as they emerge or evolve. Hmm, maybe I'm not so old-fashioned after all.
3: Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today.
8: Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell
1: with Family Termite and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home. Because we hate termites more than you do.
12: What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth.
0: Hey, there's hair on my head again.
12: If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other.
3: Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com.
4: Don't just dream. Dream big. Because for four days, there are no
13: limits during Miss Kelly's Big Event. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Monday, save up to 15% off the looks you want. Plus, with 60 months financing, there's never a down payment required. Don't wait any longer to buy your new section or bedroom. With savings up to 15% and easy payments, this is the sale you've been waiting for. The Big Event, through Monday only at Miss Kelly's.
5: Welcome back to the MCEF Studios, right here at Super Talk. My name is Buddy Slowick, your handyman, and uh, Jerry Clocks with me. We're going to talk a little more about. uh, We were just discussing off the air windows and uh, how the windows of today are not like the windows of yesteryear, um, particularly when you're talking about a wood window. In, uh, they're made out of a, a non-decaying type material today, whereas years ago they were made out of just basically soft wood and uh, they were prone to decay years ago, and they had to be treated very well with a paint job or whatever to protect them. Uh, but, but nowadays, windows are much, much better, and, 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 and of course they're more expensive. Everything's more expensive because of inflation, uh, but but just naturally speaking, they're more expensive because they're better units.
1: They are better units, and, and you can get just about anything you want. Uh, you can get vinyl-clad, aluminum-clad, uh, PVC. Um, you can get wood windows and wood doors right? if you want to if you want to pay the price for them because sure. the wood's most expensive. Right. Uh, you would think that it wasn't that it wouldn't be, but it but is it, it's the most
5: expensive. It, it would wood is going to be the most expensive. But the beauty of it is, is today's Well, some particular brands of windows make their windows out of non-decaying type wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that all brands do that, but I know this the two or three brands that do make that particular situation happen, and it's a, it's a great window when they do that. It's it's just a better unit. Now, having said that, it, it, it's expensive. <laughs> They're very expensive. <laughs> so, uh, and it does take. And at this point in time, uh, last time I checked, it was twelve to fourteen weeks to get something on board. Even, even, and that was a guesstimate is when they may arrive. Orders um, from Lincoln Windows, yeah. six months. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Six see, months. and and that's that's a guesstimate too. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see if we can get them in about six months from now. <laughs> they won't give you a ship date. Um, yeah. They won't even give you
1: an approximate ship date. Yeah. When uh, when they see where they're going to start production on them, they know it's going to take such so long to make them, and then they're going to say, okay, they'll be go- they'll be shipped this day. And usually that's you know about two weeks prior to ship date.
5: Yeah. But so.
1: they know how long it's going to take to make them.
5: Yeah, I'll take them, and... But who knows whether they're going to have the raw material or what they need to make that window with. Um, they are making, like like you and I have talked many times before, much better units, much better glass, much better insulation, much better uh, seals, and, 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 and so they don't have fogging like they used to quite nearly as much as they used to before, um, because they are making better units. Especially today.
1: like the old metal windows that, cr- that had a crank on
5: them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, you, you're talking about the real old metal windows? Those were just a booger bear. <laughs> yeah. You'd feel the cold air come in during the winter oh. and the hot air coming in at, in the summer. And those uh, – uh, mm-hmm. replace those, too, is not fun. Yeah. Because they're just – a lot of times they're in a metal frame as well. And that can really make – just a mess of things. It's just not fun to do. Right. <laughs> it's As a matter of fact, a lot of times I'll just run away. <laughs> yeah. I, I personally am a huge
1: fan of the vinyl or PVC windows. Great windows. Great windows. Uh, Least expensive and they work wonderfully. And they look
5: good too. You wouldn't know if they're vinyl or PVC. Yeah. The, the The new vinyl and PVC windows of today just are so uh, good looking they do matter of fact you'd actually have to touch some of them to realize that they were vinyl or pvc Uh, and I put in a pvc patio door a very expensive patio door for a lady who had that sliding glass patio door in her uh... and it was actually in her kitchen and it was an old timey door with single glazed glass aluminum door and nothing but cold air coming through all the time or hot air in the summertime. And after I put it in, uh, she she balked a little bit about the price but after it was put in she's walked up to it so many times and said it doesn't matter what the temperature is outside I can't feel it inside and it's such a great great working unit and it has been for it's been installed now for two years and it works still today as good as it did the day it was put in yeah they're worth every penny you pay for it. yeah uh, really and that's pretty much in new construction pretty much that's what they're using today is, is the vinyl window is, is and the pVC window is pretty much so much superior to any kind of wood window uh, as far as last lasting ability and, and, and just you know I, I think they're great and a lot of them most of them are tilt out and take out right and make them easier to clean and a lot of people don't realize those little tabs on top that's what they do they're actually made to tilt out a little bit so that you can actually clean them from both sides from the inside right and, and people don't realize that as often as they should. Uh, and a lot of times, the installer doesn't even explain that to them. I've seen that many times, <laughs> but uh, at any rate, that's, that's how that goes. Uh, what project are you involved in now?
1: Well, we're trying to wrap up a, uh, um, converting a home, about two-thirds of it, to handicap accessible. Oh. and we have about another week left. Yes, um, it has been. Um, they, they are they are not the easiest ones to, to do. No, there's a lot of work that goes into making a, a handicap home out of a traditional home. Oh, a lot. Um, you know, uh, cutting openings uh, far uh, to to widen the doorways when they're. 30 inches and you're trying to make 36 and there's not a whole lot of room to get to All right. um the master bath is our last part that we're wrapping up now um making it part of it handicap accessible and for for one of the the uh residents and then the other part would be standard so yeah, yeah. we took out a three by three shower insert sure took out a six foot uh whirlpool tub that's never used right and uh, widened it out about four inches so it said three feet it's three foot four inches wide and it's nine feet deep wow Um, and we had to make it where a person could take a wheelchair Uh roll right up into it Uh, the uh, we have it made where they can roll right up uh, underneath a handicapped sink Uh, and then there but there's a vanity and another sink for the other person
5: Right. So that'd be traditional.
1: Right.
5: Um So it's, it's a mix of both traditional and it is. And and challenge type it people. Is. And people then the uh the the um
1: uh, uh toilet closet, uh we had to um basically it's not it doesn't have a doorway. It's the only, only way we could do it. So a wheelchair can be, you know, maneuvered yes. in there. Yeah. But it it's um you ought to come out and take a look at it. It's
5: it's been challenged. Yeah, well more and more of that is happening as our generation tends to get uh, somehow or other. I don't know how we do, but we get older every day. <laughs> I don't know how, sure do. I don't know how I got here, and I don't know how you got there. Because, uh, you know, here I was just 18 years old driving my car around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Not, not anymore. Uh, the the handicap-accessible homes...
1: We love to do, yes, because it's such a challenge, Yep, uh people just think that you go in, you knock this out, and you knock that out, and everything's fine,
5: yeah,
1: uh, we had to take doors out, we had to put a barn door in one place, we used pocket doors in other places, yep. so you know you have to really think about it, talk to the homeowner about it, get their input. And make sure everything's going to you know, work with them. Get, get their needs taken. Yeah. Care. And so we, we have done a lot of planning. Of course, they even made a lot of changes as we've gone also.
5: Yes, which can be really devastating. Hey, we're running out of
1: time. Let's get some phone numbers out for you. Uh, 601-214-9463.
5: 601-214-9463. And that's how you get Clark Construction. And they do just about anything as far as remodeling is concerned. And uh, if you need some advice, you need some good estimates, Jerry Clark would be happy to give them to you. And uh, we appreciate the time you spent. Happy Easter to you, and happy I hope Easter. you have a great Easter. Happy Easter to you and your family.
1: I appreciate it. Always enjoy being here.
5: All right. All right. Broadcasting from the MCF Studios. Buddy Slower, Handyman Show, right here. We'll continue here in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. Don't you go away.
10: What decisions
0: are being made by state lawmakers and how will they affect you, your family, and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at Supertalk.fl. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder,
12: host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Turkeys, Whitetail, Grenada Lake Crappie, or Gulfport Redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: The new degree of comfort.
0: You're listening to WFMN, Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni Tree Pros, online at baronistreepros.com.
12: Fox News, I'm Terran McHugh. Five New Yorkers are rewarded for information they passed on to police in the hunt for this week's alleged subway shooter. The NYPD
9: announced those five helped provide critical information about the suspect Frank James, and we'll each get a piece of the $50,000 available. Police Commissioner Keyshawn Sewell thanked all the New Yorkers who provided tips. James was arrested after a nearly 30-hour manhunt and is accused of shooting 10 people on the subway. At least 19 others were hurt in the attack.
12: Fox's Rob Dawson. If it's football you're craving to see, rejoice. The USFL's about to take the field.
8: I like my quarterbacks Jordan, uh, Tamo, and uh- and brady white uh they're both really smart guys and they have ability. so uh that's always a positive
12: todd haley on fox he's coach of the tampa bay bandits they face the pittsburgh maulers tomorrow night at eight eastern on fox sports one america is listening to fox news
4: it's lisa arbuckle and you're listening to super Talk mississippi news just half of Mississippi's public university graduates continue to work in Mississippi three years after leaving college, according to a report from State Auditor Shad White. They also took a look at what happens with graduates that stay.
7: 30% of public university graduates were working in Heinz County. The next highest county was Harrison County at 6%. Right. So the Jackson Metro area is a huge magnet for public university graduates. If Jackson specifically continues to be the per capita homicide capital of the United States, our biggest magnet is gonna shut off.
4: He believes that if we're going to succeed as a state, Jackson needs to succeed.
7: So we we have got to figure out the leadership situation in Jackson and solve some of these very basic problems like rampant crime, water that you cannot drink, roads that you cannot drive on, and schools that you don't wanna send your kids to.
4: To read more about Brain Drain in Mississippi, go to supertalk.fm.
0: super talk mississippi your new home for the ben shapiro show for something new and unique in talk radio take a listen to the ben shapiro show weeknights at nine right here super talk mississippi
11: prime shrimp is a proud sponsor of tasty tuesday on good things with rebecca turner go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned easy to cook shrimp delivered straight to your door
4: Albany Industries is planning a new shipping and manufacturing facility in Calhoun City. Renovations are expected to start soon. When production at the upholstered furniture manufacturer goes online at the end of the year, it's expected to create 85 new jobs. Legislation aimed at combating the opioid epidemic in our state has been signed into law by the governor. It is now illegal to possess or transfer a pill press and similar pharmaceutical producing equipment. In signing the bill, Governor Tate Reeves says it's an unparalleled tragedy that's taken the lives of far too many Americans. Over 100,000 Americans died from drug overdoses in the course of one year. A couple of animals at the Hattiesburg Zoo are expecting. Sue Ellen, the giraffe, is expected to have her calf in late May or early June. Mo, the sloth, is being kept in quarantine to monitor her health as she awaits her big day. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Last month,
3: we gave you some of our biggest and best deals ever, but in April, Ridgeland Mitsubishi is determined to give you even more. We're giving you more selection to choose from, more affordable payments, and more savings than ever before. Get here now to take advantage of these amazing offers. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. Want more? The Mirage averages a whopping 40 miles per gallon. That's right. Only $249 per month and get huge savings on gas. Still want more? Then don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new Lifetime Paratrain Warranty. That's right. A Lifetime Paratrain Warranty. Ridgeland Mitsubishi. And we'll give you more for your old vehicle, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So bring your trade in today, and remember, you are approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. With all of this, who could ask for more? RidgelandMitsubishi.com. This is the opportunity you've been waiting for. So get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit to deal for details.
9: That's 601-345-8090 Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com That's Barone'sTreePros.com Green Home Solutions We make air better
2: What is it? This true
1: force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New
0: England, clam, sugar. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better, myself.
4: It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Let me hear it. <laughs>
5: I guess I have to laugh every time I hear the intro. It's just like those <laughs> people are insane. Uh, welcome back to the Rock and Roll Handyman Man Show. My name is Buddy Sloak here at the MCEF Studios. What is MCEF all about? Well, it's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation, and their mission is to take people of any age whether it be grade school or high school or trade school or whatever or just somebody that's already graduated from some sort of school and is just floundering around wondering what they should do with their life well their whole mission is the construction industry in this state is in dire need of qualified people people that can make a great 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 living at doing work in construction, whether it be in the HVAC, uh, being a technician in that, or being a welder, or being an electrician, perhaps working in wood, woodworking, uh, cement work, just all types of things. But that's what MCEF is all about. That's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. And we'll talk a whole lot about that more next week than we have. But we are in the MCEF studios right here. Super Talk. All right. Usually at about 11 o'clock I talk a little bit about music, and I thought I would today, just a little bit, because I don't have a whole lot I want to talk about. I, I, I don't think I should take up a lot of the show with it, but I'm going to at any rate. Um, I've been watching something lately on on television. Of course, I watch a lot of music situations on television, which I enjoy a great deal, but there's been... Uh, On on educational television, there's been a uh, a, 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 the show is called Great Performances, and the host of that show lately has been uh, the conductor of the uh, Mexico City Symphony uh, Philharmonic Orchestra, and uh, wonderful, wonderful the way he explains things, and he was talking about people like. old-time writers like Brahms and and, and and people who have written just uh, just just wonderful things. and he took a song, which I really don't remember the song. maybe somebody saw this uh, uh, as well as I did and can recall the song, but I don't but it had a song with five notes in it and he played just the simple five notes. It was a, a very simple lullaby um, uh, and and just just very simply he played single notes. And then he had a whole bunch of classical musicians that did their version. He did six different versions of this particular song, and by the time they they had gotten to the sixth version, it was like a full-blown classical presentation where it was wonderful. And he said, that's how basically all music starts, with just the basics, just the real, real basics, and it embellishes the basics from there on out, I was so intrigued by that, and so uh, he explained it so well, uh, and I enjoy it so much. Uh, his name, by the way, is uh, who uh, is Scott Yu, and Scott is is just an amazing, a musician himself, uh, wonderful, a uh, violinist, a wonderful violinist, and uh, and and I and. Understands thoroughly music inside and out, and enjoyed listening to the, what he had to say. And if you ever get a sh- chance to watch anything Scott Yeo has is pre- presenting, it's worth watching. It really is, uh, and he does a great job in the music industry. And uh, I just blew blew me away. I mean, just it really does. I think it's, it's a wonderful thing to see. So check it out. All right. Um, back to handyman stuff. I had a question that we did not answer. Jeff from Forrest had a text in and wanted to caulk some windows outside of a mobile home. And he said, how far should you press? And I'm sure he's talking about how far should the caulking go inside the window. Uh, any kind of void that's between the window and the mobile home needs to be filled with caulking. So my thinking is, yeah, press it in there very well, let that dry, and then put maybe a top coat on top of it, uh, and 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 make it nice and smooth and nice and level. But I really think all of those areas need to be filled up as par- as strong as they can be. And if you have a chance beforehand, before you use caulking, maybe you can use window tape around the edges, and the window tape is a very very good insulated-type situation, and then caulk over the window tape, and it will really do a wonderful job in preventing any air leakage inside and help a great deal. All right, well, uh, tonight is a full moon, and the Farmer's New Farmer's Almanac calls it a pink moon. And a lot of people think it's called a pink moon because it's going to show pink. But it really, that isn't the reason why it's called a pink moon. Uh, it's called a pink moon because uh, at this time of year in the northern hemisphere, a wild f- flower called the creeping, uh, creeping phlox or the moss pink uh, and garden mama called it something else. I forgot what it was. Nellie, uh, you may have to remind me again. But at any rate, that blooms at this season, and it blooms pink, and that's what it looks like, and that's that's why they call this the pink moon. Now, whether the moon will be visible tonight, we're going to have to turn to our our, our weatherman uh, and our weatherman. Uh, we're going to appoint Daniel our weatherman today, and Daniel. Tell us, are we going to be able to see the pink moon tonight or not?
6: Well, that's a good question.
5: <laughs> you sound just like you sound like just like a weatherman. <laughs>
6: well, in this particular case, we may during this whole entire spring season we may not know what's going to happen unless we step outside and see what's going to happen. But as far as the weather goes for today, we're. It's actually going to be a little bit cloudy today, about 67% chance of rain today. Uh, so there might be a chance we might get to see it, but then again, we may we may not see it tonight.
5: Yeah, we may not see it. The, the good news is the full moon is going to last. It, it was last night and tonight, and uh, it'll be close to full tomorrow night as well. So maybe we'll get a chance to look at the pink moon before it disappears. Uh, and uh, that's just No. Uh, Pink moon. Every month, for some reason or other, I always want to know exactly what the moon is called that particular month. And, And this month, it's just the pink moon. So here we go. All right. Back to handyman stuff. Let me tell you about Revelace Ace Hardware, one of the better hardware stores around. They do some wonderful things. They are doing a Gravely special right now where if you buy some Gravely equipment, the savings will be incredible, uh, the, the the product will be just superior, and the service will be next to none. On top of Gravely, they also believe very wholeheartedly in mosquito control, and that can be done with a product called Spartan. Spartan is something that Revel sells regularly at all of their stores and you can get it and it really it will cover a whole lot of area and it works very well. So you see my friends at Revel and you tell them you heard about Spottern and you heard about Gravely on The Handyman Show and you want that you want to know more about that. And at any of the Rebel locations here in central Mississippi, which there are many, <clears throat> they're all over the place, they're going to tell you, first off, they'll set you up with any kind of gravely equipment uh, and, and give you a special on that. matter of fact... I think there's a, a, a situation going on where the first 50 people who buy Gravely really can step into a, a great, great deal at this point in time. Uh, so uh, I think there's 0% uh, financing for a long period of time. So Gravely and Revel. Um, what a team I'm telling you it's amazing go see my friends at Revel Ace hardware they're open from seven in the morning till six at night six days a week Revel Ace hardware you'll be so happy you did they are such a great great store uh, and they can answer your questions about what kind of caulking should I use what kind of you know you know what, what what's this piece of plumbing? thing That I need, I don't know what it is, and you hand to them and show them to them, they'll take you to the part of the store that has that particular product and explain what needs to go with it. If something does Revelace Hardware, great hardware store, you'll be happy that you went to Revelace Hardware. And as I said, many locations around, and their Outdoor Power Equipment Center is located in Pearl on Highway 80. That's where they have a separate building and, and many type, many brands, steel chain, uh, chainsaws and weed whackers and just gravely equipment and, and nothing but the best brand names. Go see my friends at Revel. Tell all you who all right here. Superdog, this is me! All right. Well, with climate change... And the weather changing as it has been, we've got to start being more prepared. We need to have a place of shelter for our entire family set up somewhere. Maybe it's just a structural room in our house that's away from glass and away from windows, uh, and, and it's totally secure. But in that room during an emergency situation, which we have been through this past week. There's been some uh, pretty foul weather coming through where I had even set up a, I have a room in the center of the house that is like a hallway, a very small hallway that you can actually, you're not near any windows, you're enclosed, you can close the doors, and you totally, it's, it's the safest room I have in my house. But you may remember back in the 50s, they were building uh, uh, bomb shelters underground uh, storm shelters underground and and that was a big ticket back then it was a big deal back then it might be something we might start considering again because there's nothing like having a great shelter to go to in the event of a, a weather emergency or worse uh, and so I really think that You need to have this discussion with your family about shelters, about staying off the roads during these situations, uh, knowing exactly where you're going to gather during a weather crisis, uh, and, you know, that's just, we need to be prepared, just totally prepared, and that includes a weather radio, maybe a NOAA radio that's battery operated, that is in totally good function, good batteries, good lights, because uh, a lot of times we're going to lose power, and we don't know how long the power is going to be out. It may be a couple hours, it may be a couple days, it may be a couple of weeks. Uh, we can't tell. So any time that uh, any sort of foul weather's coming our way, we need to just be prepared, and also... Something I think is very important, and I have, I have always practiced this, is during any kind of weather emergency situation, I always make sure I have some sort of hard sole shoes on. I don't want to go in. Like, I run around my house a lot with socks. I like it. <laughs> it just makes me feel good. But when there's foul weather around, I always make sure I have some hard sole type uh, footing on, some sort of footing that in case there is a disaster or, or I get struck by a, a tornado in my house, I don't want to be stepping on debris with just socks on. I want to have something on my feet that will protect me totally. So I think shelters are very, very important and something we need to look into more and more, particularly as time goes on. And well, I guess we don't have to look too far to see uh the changes in 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 the weather and how things are really changing uh, uh they really really are making a big difference in what's going on in our lives uh and they will we've seen them. we've seen it this year already i'm sure we'll see more of it as time goes on uh And I know we had a little question earlier about gutters, about uh, a question about gutter guard and all that type of thing. Uh, But I want to go a little further than that and talk about gutters are good. And, yes, they do take the drainage from the roof. But all the drainage that comes down the downspout should not just be Allowed out into one particular area so that it'll creep under our house, uh, and 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 make more problems than what it, it should be. It should be moved away from the house with either splash blocks, or uh, or or tubing of some type. They make uh, plastic corrugated tubing that works very well that attaches to downspouts and will take the rain water away from your home so that it won't go underneath your foundation. Uh, and so, as far as gutters are concerned, yes, they, they've got to be kept clean. Um, gutter guard works in some cases. Uh, and I, We spoke earlier about it being a real hassle with pine trees uh... pine needles can really pine needles are tricky they can get through gutter guard really easily uh... so you've got to keep the gutter very clean and very very much from ponding up or getting so much debris inside those that uh, you're going to have problems with the gutter it's just just piling up all the time uh... and that is what's going to happen all gutter right, got to guard. And I know there's a lot of people waiting for the, uh, the Ole Miss baseball to come on, and it has been delayed. The game has been delayed. Uh, the latest I heard is 2 o'clock this afternoon is when the game is going to take place. So if you're waiting for Ole Miss to come on, uh, it's going to be a little bit later today. Uh, the game is still planned, as far as I know, and State is the same. Their game has been postponed as well. So both games, public information, we're just full of it. I mean, public information. <laughs> that's, that's what I meant when I said we're full of it. What? <laughs> I don't want to. No, no, I'm not going to get into that. All right. Um, let's see. Is your power equipment ready for the upcoming season? Like your lawnmower and your, 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 your motorized uh, weed whacker and everything? You need to get those things ready, uh, and that means new spark plugs and change the oil on those e- annually. Uh, air filters—they, you should change those annually as well and keep them clean during the season. A lot of people are not aware of how much air is really needed to run a internal combustion engine properly, but air is a big component, and it's a big reason why these engines work so well. And they can't breathe properly if your air filter is clogged up. Clean that thing out from time to time. Get that stuff ready for the upcoming season. Hi, right, this is Buddy slow Rock and Roll Handyman. we we'll be back in a short break. Be right back. Don't go away.
2: The mm-hmm providers show up last night?
7: With the current labor market, you have to trust your keys to those that care. That's why it's time to change to Janny King, the king of clean. Trust your keys to our local franchise owners and our 35 years of experience to make sure your building is clean and healthy. For your clean and healthy building, go to JanneKingCleans.com That's JanneKingCleans.com today for a healthy building
2: tomorrow. Janny King, the king of
8: clean. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom run Innovation, all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews and never did get one that was uh, that was not good. And, you know, the trust issue was, was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star.
7: For a construction company you can trust, call Clark's Construction at 601 214 9463.
2: Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, caramel divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whip eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at Nandy'sCandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
5: Handyman Show right here in the MCEF Studios. Buddy Slovak talking to you, and we're just going to yak a little bit about taking care of stuff around the house. I talked a little bit about this with Jerry Clark when he was here with Clark Construction about uh, uh, fence posts, uh, and and a lot of fence posts are 4x4s, which are great, and they'll still use a 4x4 for gate posts, and just I don't think a 4x4 four four is going to be strong enough to keep your gate true and square and level. Uh, and as, as uh, uh, I think Rick said a little earlier, or Rhett, Rhett said a little earlier, uh, level, plumb, and square are very important. And one thing we didn't talk about when we did talk about level and plumb is square. And you do that by taking a a... a well, what I use is a, a builder's square. It's a smaller, triangular-shaped square, but it's actually a 90-degree square on it. And put it right at the top of a door or a window unit and make sure that it is square up there as well. In other words, that it, it, it is a true 90-degree angle there, not just. So it's plumb and squared and leveled. Uh, and that's important. but. I don't think that a 4x4 gate post is going to hold a gate up properly. Now, a lot of fences are built with 4x4 posts holding their gate up. And their gate tends to sag. A lot of times that's because the 4x4 post is either twisting or sagging or turning. But a lot of corrections can be made because the gate itself is somewhat heavy. So, You can do that by, one, just check the screws and the hinges and make sure they're properly set and properly the way they should be. And then also they make a product called a turnbuckle. And a turnbuckle is a piece of heavy-duty wire with a turnbuckle in the center, and this turnbuckle actually twists and will actually, you attach it to the top right-hand corner, and at the bottom left-hand corner, you attach it there, and the turnbuckle will actually pull these two pieces of heavy-duty wire together, making the gate square at that point in time. So sometimes when you have a 4x4 post, you can uh, fix the situation somewhat. Uh, and as I said, if you are having a fence built, just make sure whoever's building it for you or if you're building it yourself, that uh, a privacy fence, a six-foot privacy fence or, or anything like that, you should use a six-by-six post for your gates. Uh, and you'll be happy you did because it can hold the gate up a lot stronger than a 4x4 four four would, um, and I, I really think it's important to do. And also you should know that any kind of 4x material that's been pressure treated, generally 4x material is treated differently than 2x material. 4x material is treated for uh, underground uh, usage, where most 2x material is not unless... You request it, Um, and then it's going to take some time to get that in. But most 2x2 material is not ground contact material. Uh, It's not rated for that, whereas 4x4 is basically a 6x6 is rated for ground contact as well in the pressure-treated industry. So that will help you a great deal in doing just that. All right. Um, I talked about this before. And I think it's important to know that your, your whole family knows how to shut off your water, shut off your gas, shut off your electricity. And all those things are important to know uh, and during the event of a crisis. It's important to know that you can shut off the gas that's going into your home or shut off the water because without being able to shut off the water at the outside with a... Uh, a, 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 either vice grips or a shut off tool uh, you can, flooding can occur can create major problems uh, and electricity is the same when you have like devastation from a storm you want to make sure all the electricity is just totally shut down and all the gas is totally shut down so that not only do you have destruction from a storm, but if you, without shutting that material down, you may have other problems as well, creating a fire. And uh, it's very important that you know how to shut this off, and everybody in your family who's old enough to know how to do that should be taught where and how that is to be done. And that's part of being safe in uh, foul weather that we may have. and who knows we may well i'm not gonna say that (laughs) i'm gonna keep that one to myself uh right putin (laughs) right right because we don't do politics on this show we try not to anyway um and and we won't that's all there's to it we won't uh okay well, what have I, I've noticed a lot lately that a lot of front doors, uh, there was a period of time where all front doors wanted to be, the better front doors were wooden and were stained and had a clear coat put on them. And that was really an elegant front door. And it really is elegant looking, very nice. very Even a relatively inexpensive wooden door that's been stained and clear coated put in the front which the builders use a relatively inexpensive door for that type purpose, uh, but still being stained and uh, with a clear coat, it looks really good. The problem comes to to uh, to a head when, after a year or two years, this finish starts breaking down, and it's the UV rays, the UV, the sun rays, the wind, and the rain really play havoc on that finish, just incredibly so. Well, I've started to see lately that uh, a lot of newer homes are being built with wooden doors that instead of putting a stain and a clear coat on, they're being painted. And they're being painted with a great primer and then painted with a good finish coat. And paint is, is, is just going to hold up better in the weather than any kind of clear coat finish will. Uh, So I I think it's a a great thought. And and another thing is I've seen some older homes with white doors on the front that people want to exchange and spend a lot of money and put in other type doors that are better looking. When really, if they would just use their imagination and paint these doors a particular color, which suits their fancy, whichever that color may be, that that can make a door that is in good shape, that has no decay, pretty good looking, and that's a pretty good way to go about things sometimes rather than replacing it with a an expensive wooden door. Because right now, in this day and age, to get a wooden door replaced of any type is going to cost a pretty good penny and take some time to get hold of as well. Wooden doors take an awful lot of beating from, from outside elements, and uh, the Particularly clear coat, uh, and but if you are going to use a clear coat outside, and I say this every week, probably use marine spar varnish. That's the best clear coat you can use. It's a tad amber color, and it will add a tad of amber color to your finish. But it is the best finish you can use as far as clear coat on the outside, and it will do the job and do it very well. So uh, that that's just pretty much how that should be done. Hey, let me take a minute and tell you about Atlas Foundation, one of the better foundation companies in the sound of my voice. Atlas Foundation. Tony Arpino really understands foundations and understands the settling of the soils. He understands the soils in Mississippi and the water and the roots and tree roots that... uh, are much more prevalent in our existence than we realize. Uh, We can see a tree and say, well, you know, it's only a tree, but the roots go a long way from it, and they can even go under our house. Well, Tony Arpino understands all of that, and he understands what a slab foundation should be and how it should be taken care of. He can help you any way with slab foundations. Give him a call at one 800 256 1010 10. and and I'm telling you you will get in touch with the man who really understands foundations and can help you a great deal. I know there's a lot of good foundation companies around, but Tony Arpino is one of the best. Atlas Foundation 800 256 1010 Tony Arpino Atlas Foundation and uh, you'll be happy that you call Tony because you know what He's going to solve your foundation problems and uh, take care of the situation the way it should be taken care of, and you'd be happy that he did. That'll help you a great deal. All right. Text line is open. Our C-SPIRE text line at 601-879-4395. And uh, um, if you've got questions, hey, send them to us. If you've got comments, send them to us. And also, if you want to talk on the phone, Open forum next segment. We'd like to take your call as well. Our call in line is 888-808-8637. And we'll be happy to talk about your situation and what what's going on in your home. And uh, maybe I, I know there's a lot of people in town that usually even from out-of-state that don't get to hear The Handyman Show. Well, I want to say hi to all you folks. <laughs> say hello. Um, I'm glad you're listening, I hope you are a part of what we... Uh, and keep in mind, you can pick us up uh, anywhere in the world on Super Talk on your any sort of device just about. And most times uh, we are streaming, and you can see us like you watching television. Except you can't today, because we've got some problems with streaming today. (laughs) But we'll get over that. Uh, And and that'll be taken care of very quickly. Uh, I've had my brother, uh, who has some land in the Philippines and lives over there from time to time, actually... Comment on the show before that it, that he has seen in the Philippines. He's been able to watch the handyman show right here from Jackson, Mississippi, uh, in the Philippines. And I have a brother in Connecticut that watches the show kind of on a regular basis. But uh, today you can hear the show almost anywhere on your device as well. Uh, on all of your devices, all of your I don't care if you are Roku or whatever you have, you can find us anywhere uh, at Super Talk Mississippi. And if you need to look us up on the web, do so at Super Talk. Dot FM, and you'll find out where we are, and, and uh, uh, well, we're worldwide. That's right, everywhere in the world you can check out Super okay. uh, Talk. Okay, we talked about that a little bit. I'll cross that out. All right. Uh, well, it is getting to be warmer outside. And it's going to continue to get warmer outside. And I think probably the most important thing I can say to people is hydrate. It's so important to keep hydrated. Uh, We will get dehydrated and lose uh, the liquid level that we need in our body so much long before we even are aware of it dehydration is really a bad thing it leads to to a heat stroke which can, once you've had heat stroke, it's like hard to get over that situation and and make things right again. Heat stroke is a dangerous, dangerous situation, and you don't want that happening to you. So when you're working outside, make sure you've got plenty of water available. Water is probably the best thing you can drink. A Gatorade every once in a while or something of that nature is good because it replaces the electrolytes and salt in your your, uh, uh, dehydration uh, situation as well. But water is really a good thing to take. Drink more water than you think you should, always. Uh, wintertime, summertime, doesn't matter, springtime, uh, always drink a lot of water. Matter of fact, I've got water right here in front of me right now. I, I keep it with me every time we do a program. I'll have water with me and uh, drink a lot of it. it. It just keeps you hydrated and helps you a whole lot in making your life a uh, lot, lot better, a lot, lot, lot easier to live. It really can help you a great deal. All right. Um, well, also, it's a, it's a good time of year to start looking around for where your wasps are starting to build nests around your house, uh, or where critters are starting to build little uh, insects around your house, uh, get rid of them before they grow into something more than what than what you want. Any kind of wasp nest, particularly. If you see wasp sprays, everybody should have some wasp spray around. Always. It's an important thing to do. Hey, you listen to the Buddy Slow, at the uh, MCEF Studios here at Super Talk, Mississippi. Be back in just a minute. Don't just go away. We'll be right back.
13: A complete flight source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We're taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business.
11: you money, I'm Hilary Barsky. By doing some things you think you're saving only to discover those actions have the potential of costing you in the long run. Like preparing meals in advance in order not to spend for takeout or at restaurants, but sometimes those meals go to waste. The same thing can happen when you buy in bulk. Often you end up throwing half of it out because it's too much. And buying stuff just because it's on sale. You load up with BOGO items or grab clothes off the clearance rack without much thought to whether you actually need it or want it at all. Or you'll drive all over to find the lowest price on gas. You might save filling up your tank by going to the other side of town, but you'll waste gas getting there and back. And going carless only to spend more money getting around. Or signing up for free trials and forgetting to cancel. And replacing cable with a bunch of subscription services. And getting rewards credit cards that lure you in with perks. But if you carry a balance, what you pay back in interest could negate the rewards and savings. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
4: Oh.
5: yeah! Welcome back to the MCF studios, right here at Super Talk Mississippi, buddy. Right here handyman show last segment and uh you want to text us do so at 60 our C spire text line at 601-879-4395 be happy to answer your question and daniel will keep us abreast of texts coming in because i've got too many screens in front of me to look at all this stuff uh, too much uh, campaign and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah,
6: I, I pretty much got the same scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a bunch of these screens.
5: A bunch of screens. Well,
6: so. we actually did get a text that came in. Um, I don't know. Uh, okay, I think his name is Rob in Armory. Uh-huh. And um, he uh, he wants to know, what can I use to between... What can I use... In between my stove and fridge, the fridge is getting really hot
5: Wow, you, first my first comment is that a stove should not a kitchen shouldn't be set up where a stove is right next to the fridge and that, that is a no-no. that shouldn't take place. but in some cases it does. and you do have to put something twixt uh,
6: your fridge is getting really hot is what he's saying. Yeah, he said it's getting really hot.
5: Yeah, boy, that's just that's a great question. Uh, they do make energy shield, which is an insulating piece of like plywood type material, but it's also got a foam center, and it does uh, stop a lot of heat transfer. And some of it is reflective, where it has a reflective coating, which is also heat. Uh, reducing. And if you slip a sheet of it, cut to the right size where it wouldn't show, in between your stove and refrigerator, that may help. Um, uh, What you can use beyond that, I don't really know. I I know the, the more that you can separate these two, the better off they are. Because they do two different things in a home, for sure. One cooks and heats, and the other cools and wants to keep things nice and refrigerator. So a, a good kitchen designer will try and make sure that that doesn't happen, that the refrigerator and the stove are not touching one another or near one another, uh, because it's it's not a good scenario. There should be some sort of area between them, cabinets between them, or or, or those not side by side. But if that does take place, then yeah, anybody that has a suggestion about that, hey, we'd like to hear from you as well, uh, because my best guess is an uh, energy shield or something of that nature. A, a smaller piece of energy shield comes in many different thicknesses, uh, but I would see how much space you have between your refrigerator and your stove, and and... I'd put the thickest piece of energy shield in there I could. If you use a piece of three-quarter-inch energy shield, it will do a pretty good job in preventing heat to getting to your refrigerator. Uh, energy shield is good stuff. It really is. And A lot of times you can go to a, a home center and find a, some broken energy shield and get it at a real discounted price, because you won't need a whole sheet, which is 4 by 8 You won't need a 4 by 8 sheet to do this. You'll only need like a thirty-six inch high and thirty inch deep, you know won't, won't need very much at all. So that's that's my suggestion. Now if anybody else has any other suggestion, I sure'd like to hear it. And um, that's that's the truth. All right. A lot of people not only occupy themselves with a hobby, whether it's building farmhouse furniture or birdhouses, but their hobby turns into where it can be beneficial to other folks as well. In other words, you may be selling your birdhouses to somebody who has not the ability to build one or the desire to build one, but just wants to buy some uh, birdhouses or maybe wants to buy some farmhouse furniture um, and what brings me to this point is my brother, who lives in the Philippines, says said he was going to send me some chocolate. And he said he does that sort of as a hobby. And I received it yesterday. And it kind of blew me away when I opened the package because it was some chocolate that he had made, handmade himself. But he had pictures of him. At a farm in the Philippines where these retired service people uh, handicapped service people all with missing fingers and missing limbs and whatnot were growing these uh, these trees and 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 making all this product available and his hobby has turned into really helping people out so very much just by doing this that it just... And so it made me think that, you know, your hobby can be more than just a hobby. It may be a hobby to you, but it may be something that other people can't achieve and would just love to purchase that from you. So uh, I think home hobby is a good thing to do. I know that Daniel has a hobby as far as getting Christmas decorations. And he and his family do that, and it's, it's a great thing to do. And there's some people that would love to have some of those uh, and there's probably people like Daniel or his family that would be happy to build them if they if they were interested in that sort of thing. Uh maybe not, but maybe so. Who knows?
6: Yeah, it, it's just like um a, like a few of my dad's uh, friends from work like he'll show them the photos and they'll be asking him like can you do something like that for us or yeah. something? Yeah. And sometimes like I think there was one time where like um he was given like a piece of tree uh, it was like the pancake of a tree, yeah, and they told uh they wanted him to do a design on it, so he did like a um a one friend of his was a Mississippi state fan, so he drew a bulldog like carved it yeah. from the tree,
5: sure, yeah. oh wow.
6: That was actually pretty neat.
5: See, that's that's again, that's a a case of where a hobby turns into like really helping other people out and giving them something they can't otherwise get hold of, and really do a great um, value in that. And uh, that's that's really where a hobby comes into play, and it really can be a a great thing. And we should all have hobbies of some sort. I mean, mine, of course, is music. I just love to play so much. I, I do play guitar an awful lot. And lately I've been watching a lot of musicians on television in every venue, from rock to country to, to, to bluegrass to classical. And I'm so, so amazed at the professional studio-type musicians because they are so perfect in the way they play. It just is like... Wow, it's just like it's just and to try to reach that level of perfection for me, I mean, I can play, but to reach the level of perfection where every note in every thing that you try to do is perfectly clear. That's a hard thing to achieve, and it takes an awful lot of practice to get to that point, and an awful lot of patience, and, and, and that's my hobby. That's that's basically what I do in my off time, is, is I play a lot with the guitar and, and enjoy it very, very, very much. Matter of, On a daily basis, I do that pretty much. Uh, matter of fact, I missed a day last week, and I went, oh my word, what do I do? Matter of fact, when the storm was coming, I took my acoustic guitar, which I value very highly, and I actually... Put it in its case and snuck it under the bed. I said, This may or may not protect it, but it's better than being left out on a guitar stand. <laughs> well, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here at Super Talk Mississippi, uh, broadcasting from the MCEF studios here in uh, Jackson. And I hope that you'll join us each and every week. And. Uh, uh Well, we'll talk about your house, we'll talk about my house, and we'll try to fix things up as best we can. My name is Buddy Slowick, and I'll talk to you next week. Have a great Easter. Happy Easter, everybody out there. Remember what the season is all about. Super Talk Mississippi, buddy. See you later.
12: to Boston to get some clam chow.
8: This is Fox on Justice. The Drug Enforcement Administration launched Operation Overdrive in 34 cities across 23 states, surging federal and state resources to specific communities suffering from both the highest overdose deaths and highest rates of violence, areas like the Bronx in New York City, Chicago, Oakland, St. Louis, Washington, and Philadelphia. The DEA will target criminal drug networks that are fueling both the drug and violence epidemics. A record more than 100,000 Americans have died of drug overdose, in the past year. The majority of the deaths are due to record amounts of fentanyl being pushed by cartels over the U.S.-Mexico border to drug gang networks that have flooded all 50 states with the deadly opioid. The DEA says they've seized a record number of illegal guns from these drug gangs that are as violent as ever. Here's Thomas Hudnett, DEA Special Agent in Charge in Philadelphia.
2: It's not just that they're armed, it's just that their mindset of using these firearms to, you know, protect their criminal activity.
8: Brian Yenis, Fox News